Welcome to Martini's Middle Fingers and Mysteries. We're two sisters from the same mister who like to talk shit and drink. So yeah. tonight, we are drinking whiskey sours with bullet. How do you like it? I love it. Thank you, sister. Mm-hmm. I find it quite refreshing, quite delicious, and much props to the bartender who mm-hmm. happens to be your husband. And may I bring to the table tonight... Yeah. That we are in the same room for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. Amazing. Amazing. Um, we are in a pandemic. We have discussed our bubbles. Um, we are both in the same room. <laughs> we had to discuss our past month's worth of medical history. Yeah. To, de- to determine if it was safe to meet. We did. And it was safe. And we are at my sister's homestead and her mister <laughs> wait uh, <What? laughs> I mean we've talked about misters uh, different daddy uh, <laughs> your baby daddy made our drinks he did a beautiful job yes. whiskey sours I'm enjoying it quite a lot and we're here tonight and uh, we're sharing a microphone this is different for us so mm-hmm. bear with us yes and it's been quite the week so a couple yeah. drinks is doing the soul and the body well, I would mm. say. Yeah. With everything going on in the world. For sure. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah. We are um, in, it's, well, it's January 9th. Um, Feels like October of 2025 20, already. Indeed it does. Ugh. And yet it's only 2021. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have. We find ourselves in interesting times, and um, we're we're here with a topic that we've we've selected from a list of topics that we brought to the table several months ago, mm-hmm. several several months ago, and um, it's something that I I've been yeah. interested by for several years, um, and I will say I'm, I'm hesitating as I say this because. And the reason why we find ourselves in interesting interesting times, so it's uh, January 9th, which is a few days after... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Shit went down. Shit went down. Shit went down. Shit. Democracy ended. Yeah. If you, if you have some joint smoke, um, that's all I got to say. Well, well said. Well yeah. said. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say I, I never used to watch politics that much. Um, in the last two to four years, I have been in, interested in politics for various reasons. A lot of it is fear-based. Um, and watching things that went down at our Capitol a few days ago, um, there's a lot that comes to the table. And we had this topic already selected before yep. all of the shit went down. So yes. I will say, before we even hit record on the session tonight, there's a lot of discussion because, like, do we even want to get into this topic? No, but we <laughs> researched it. So if you want something else to be afraid about... We have brought the topic for you. We have. Um, there's a lot. <laughs> um, we feel like we're pretty critical thinkers. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. And and we like to think about weird shit. And what we don't like to do is fan the flames of uh, non-critical thinkers. Yes, I would agree completely. I mean, we're all about conspiracy, but it's conspiracy until there's hard proven evidence. Yeah. And there's a fine line, but also a firm line. And uh, I think sometimes people in lockdown have kind of mixed those up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it, my sister. Yeah, um, yeah so along those lines, let's talk about transhumanism. It's cyborgs. <laughs> it's cyborgs. Human augmentation, mm-hmm. um, government projects, you know, because it's a great time to talk about that. <laughs> I have to say, after researching this, which was before the Congress whole DC event happened I was terrified so yeah, yeah, yeah. this, uh, was, this really makes me uh, scared for my life and my thoughts and my thoughts as well yeah and honestly you know I don't know how many listeners we have probably we could probably count them on two hi, hands hi dad <laughs> hey friends hey but like you know if somebody were to stumble upon this who yeah. had who was into conspiracy theories in a, a really deep manner mm-hmm. like I you know <clears throat> fanning flames is something that we have concern over so anyway um, take this with a grain of salt yeah 
don't do any military action over it. Okay? That'd be great. That would be super great. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So along those lines, um, we're both... I would like to reiterate the the critical thinking piece of this. Um, I think from my own personal perspective... um, I love going down rabbit holes on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I love conspiracy theories because I think they're fascinating. Um, and when you start going down those rabbit holes, you stumble onto interesting topics. And this is one of those interesting topics that I wanted yeah. that we I had my eye on. And and this is something that I personally started looking into. I would say probably. 2011-2013-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2015-2014-2
before we get into it too much, I want to also say, um, and stop me if, if I'm missing anything yep. here, but um, I, I had to go through these a few times. And, <laughs> me too. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I think it's important um, when, you, when you come to these topics to... Um, so I, I watched the I watched slash listened to these once through um, and just reacted mm-hmm. and I reacted with my own personal experience yeah which is um, I have a faith background a Christian faith background um, and so listening to these sort of concepts obviously you're reacting yeah. with your own personal experience and you exactly. start asking those different questions yeah. Um, and then I, I watched it again and tried to remove my personal experience from it mm-hmm. and be open to the scientific notions that he brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of different notions. And then I watched it again and, and tried to think about, like, okay, what does that mean yeah. for me in the bigger picture? Um, so it's it's interesting. Um, anyway... Um, I'm, I'm looking at my notes here. Yeah. Well, I think maybe to start, some of the things he talked about was struggling with the mind and body duality. Mm, and yes. the biological robot body is the best tool you'll ever use. So we already have that mind versus body duality. And then it's only further, I don't know, I don't know the right word for it, but I mean, I feel like, the progress only pushes that out further where he says like technology is a life form that lives through human minds. So if you think about it that way, any progress that's technology is already progressing it and it's already pushing that mind body duality further. Um, Your phones, headphones, things that we're already accustomed to, that's already kind of happening. And, yeah. He talked about certain body augmentations, you know. Yes. Pacemakers, things like that. We're already, it's already happening. So it was kind of interesting to have that as like a base. And indeed, yeah, yeah. there was a lot of talk about cyborging to sort of yes. set the stage for yeah. transhumanism, um, which, and I think people have heard this term transhumanism, um, but don't really know what that means. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think the notion is like, well, it's, it's a human evolution that brings in a cyborging component to yeah. it. Yeah. And so yeah. what you're just saying just now, like, I remember, like, I was listening to these lectures. You're right. Like, we, I, I think our, um, I was going to say our grandma has a pacemaker. I don't know if she has a pacemaker. I, well, she is the robotic woman, so <laughs> if I were to put money on it, I would say yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I actually saw our grandma not yeah. that long ago. She's had 24 surgeries. She has... Mostly elected. <laughs> I can see that because she won't listen to this. Um, but she has, like, she has a fake hip. She has two <laughs> fake knees. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I have an implanted tooth mm-hmm. right now. I, yeah. I was listening to these videos on mm-hmm. Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. Um, so we're already sort of like, as you mentioned before, mm-hmm. sort of being, um, uh, what's yeah. that word I want? Like, uh, the evolution, pushing yourself forward. I mean, yeah. just think about surgery to correct your eyes so you don't have to use glasses. I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he some examples that he gave were... Um, Genetic, um, genetic engineering, and I actually was yeah. just talk, just looking at a documentary recently where you know people. I actually know somebody. I've met somebody who has genetically engineered their child. They they went. <laughs> that scares <laughs> okay, me, but I don't know why. Maybe okay. that's not the best way to do yeah. that. But um, they have they have a uh, a baby that they've sort of they they've checked some boxes and yeah. have these characteristics and those are and and not that long ago, I wanna say it was in the nineties or the two thousands and that movie Gattaca yeah. came out. Yeah. And we're doing that now where you can through gen, uh, genetic engineering sort of get rid of certain diseases or perhaps yeah. um, choose certain attrib- attributes or characteristics mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Things that might be more predisposition to um, higher education, that sort yeah. of thing. So we're kind of heading in that direction. 
sounds like we're here. <laughs> it scares me. I don't know Doesn't why. Do. I'm like, I feel like a peasant. I feel like I'm Amish. Just like, <laughs> ah, I'm just scared. Um, no, I agree. I think it was interesting as he's beginning to discuss all of this, also how science and technology are not necessarily moral. Hmm. So you can be for progress, but then does morality play into that and does the long-term effects play into that? So I think that's something as we discuss different topics that he, and projects that he's been a part of is how does morality play into all of that? Yeah, that's a really, really big question. Um, when you're listening to these lectures, Dr. Robert Duncan comes to the table as a scientist who has and does not have a faith background. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would say that it, he mentions in a, in a couple cases how he's either embarrassed to be a part of a project because yeah. of the outcome, um, or got out of something. So he de- definitely has a sense of morality, but definitely when it comes to certain things, he, he sees the science of it as more of. I think he sees the data and the science um, that has integrity, um, and he leaves the decision of the morality to mm-hmm. people, but also recognizes that these different projects can be for good or for evil. Mm-hmm. And it seems like when he brings these projects to the table, these projects that he's worked on, um, things like um, an exoskeleton that could, might help somebody who's been paralyzed that can't yeah. walk. Yeah. To walk again, mm-hmm. it can also be weaponized for the military to use as perhaps a super soldier. Or um, yeah. and and right now, um, definitely recognizes that the military is using an exoskeleton to like load um, planes and vehicles with heavy equipment. But you know, yeah. the next step would be perhaps a super soldier on the battlefield. And we've or all seen used against civilians. Yes, yeah. Well, and like the same with the cybernetic hive mind. I mean, it could be used like a business environment. You can be connected four to six people, like brainstorming, but then can you hold your secrets back? And like, yeah, how is that going to work? Like with privacy and I, I actually, from a business perspective, could see how that could be really more efficient and effective Mm -hmm. but then like are there privacy barriers like what can you hold back like can you not hold anything back is it just a free-for-all who has access to that i don't know i've got questions (laughs) i've got questions too so yeah as um as someone who i would say um I hate to say conspiracy theories because it, it brings a lot of things to the table that are heavy and weighted and it brings a lot of stereotypes to the table, but um, I like yeah. to look into them. I, I think that they're yeah. interesting. I think that they're all, a lot of them are based in truth. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting to think about those sort of things because um, when you're talking about like cybernetic hive minds, Ultimately, um, like who has the control mm-hmm. uh, is some is the next question. Um, well, and do you want to release something that could enable that much control over a person? Do you trust humanity enough <laughs> to release that technology? I don't personally, but I don't either. Yeah, especially after what's happened and just this whole political environment. And like in a utopia, yeah, that'd be great, but. Yeah. I've got some... I have some serious concerns. It would be super 1984. Ooh, I feel like I need to drink a lot more. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... It's hard to talk about this topic after this week. I just am super mixed up. I, I feel the same. Okay. Yeah. 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 So maybe I should also like... Uh, so... He, he talks about uh, human augmentation, mm-hmm. um, the philosophy of transhumanism. So I'll bullet point a couple of yeah, things on that. Um, he talks about the sense of self as a delusion, mm-hmm. which is an interesting concept because yeah. we both come from a faith-based background. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a faith-based background, there is a higher power. And we are equally loved as much as one could be loved, mm-hmm. which 
it brings helps us bring a sense of importance to the table. Yeah. Um, our home experience is super important. Um, and so the idea that the sense of self as a delusion is is a different, definitely a different concept. And um, starts if you think about it, is, <laughs> is it though? I mean, if you look at biblical aspects, I mean, mm-hmm. what makes sense to a man is not always true. And yeah. that is what God ordained. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. Um, another bullet point: transhumanism, um, human, ex, you know, human extensions. Mm-hmm. So they talk about. They think of tools, cars, implanted teeth, uh, contacts, Mm -hmm. um, your cell phone, um, the mind-body duality, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Mind and the mind versus uh, the physicality of it, which is like a biological computer. We have energy. We have an intelligence that we were born with. Not much unlike um, ants Mm -hmm. that can build an anthill. Yeah. Birds that can build a bird's nest. Instinct. um, Instinct, Yeah. Um, and then the idea of body modification, if that physicality can be modified. Yeah. So right now we have tattoos, piercings. Um, we modify our minds through education. Yeah. So interesting concepts. And then um, technology as a life form that um, perhaps lives in, a, in the human mind. So yeah, the human brain mm-hmm. is almost like its own technology. Yeah. Um, and how it's it's hard to think about that because differently, um, but like we do have a little computer mm-hmm. in our physicality, yeah. And and how is that different from our sense of self or our mind? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's strange. It's very strange. And how far do you take it? Like, mm. where's the boundary of that? Where is the boundary of that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is where you get lost in all of this shit. It's just yeah. like. Ooh, it's overwhelming, honestly. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll bring some cyborging concepts to the yeah. table before we start getting too much yes, into the weeds. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm going to go way in the weeds. So okay, you, you just, like, keep <laughs> us on track because I'm already off in the weeds with I some of this shit. Weeds. I love the weeds. I'm Ooh. excited about the weeds. Um, some, some cyborging concepts. Yes, um, yes. So Dr. Robert Duncan brought these concepts to the table, things that have been worked on in labs um, and already with us. So um, artificial skin, which was created to help burn victims. Um, Grown organs, so they can grow these organs. Uh, So, you know, somebody has a faulty liver, um, whatever. It's genetic engineering. You Mm -hmm. mentioned this earlier. Um, GMOs, we talk about this in our food a lot. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, food that's been genetically modified to be resistant to pesticides. Yeah. And, and the ramifications of that, we can go down that road as well. Um, we've mentioned pacemakers. Um, excuse me. He, he mentioned RFID implants, which are electronic tattoos that can hold data. Mm-hmm. I, I see you pushing those glasses down over there. I'm fine. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'm fine for now. Um, <laughs> And then he went into um, a few things that projects that he's actually worked on. Yeah, I don't know that we have time to get into it here, but synthetic telepathy, um, brain-to-brain communication, which is mm-hmm. past the labs. It's something that they've already tested. Yep. Um, they have a technology where they can read your. Um, I'm going to get some of this wrong because I don't have my notes in front of me. But your okay. le- electromagnetic magnetic brain waves mm-hmm. with yeah. certain technologies. Um, and they can read the patterns of your thoughts. Um, Lovely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The idea that you can't keep secrets through that. Um. I don't like that. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lastly, my last one here, direct neurocommunication, uh, which, which falls along that line, um, that cybernetic hive mind where you yep. can connect minds together. Um, which also, I'll just put this out there. Um, it, it's interesting because it makes me think about things like split personalities mm-hmm. and um, MK Ultra. Yeah, for like sure. That. Yeah. So, I mean, there's our cyborging concepts are things that have been around. This technology mm-hmm. has been around for a while. It's not something that we think about. Well, and then, and then I think about us in lockdown and 
what communication is like currently, you know, like how much are we actually doing face to face? How much are we texting? How much of emotion and, you know, just the face to face communication are we missing already, you know, and then social media and like how far along on that path are we already versus direct mind communication? Obviously, uh, how much of that mind the secrets can you keep back, but I just feel like we're on that path anyways. I mean, people are getting used to not being, you know, face-to-face when they talk anyways, so yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm with you. Ugh. I've had that notion, um, that the slippery slope of yeah. technology and our dependence on mm-hmm. that. Like, I know that people can track me with my cell phone. Yeah. I know that all, a lot of my data is out there. Mm-hmm. And, and yet I, I, I'm still connected to it and don't know that I want to lose that connection. I, I do. Fuck you, Instagram. I deleted you today. <laughs> you did. Much respect. Much respect. Facebook, you might be coming, so we'll see. Not <laughs> going off. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, much respect. I wish I could do that as well. Um, but yeah, for sure, our gadgets are... Yeah sort of paving the way for that sort of thing it's our connection but it's also our downfall it's like how much privacy are you willing to give up for that connection yeah i don't know the other one of the other projects um that he talked about was this voice of god that really fucked me up i can you can explain (laughs) what it is but that really fucked me up that really made me rethink a lot of things it really fucked me up yeah okay um, it really did. Yeah. And, and honestly, it was sort of the impetus for wanting to talk about these particular lectures because it was so powerful. So um, there's a couple technologies that Dr. Robert Duncan worked on that were used in uh, the Gulf War or the Desert War. The Voice of God technology, I think he mentioned, was used mm-hmm. in the Gulf War. Yeah, right? Voice of God weapon. Yeah. Um, and the way he describes it, he doesn't go into a lot of detail, yeah. but they were able to um, harness, and I wish I had more of the science behind this, mm-hmm. but they were able to, through linguistics, through these things that we've been talking about, these technologies, um, able to pipe in a voice that you hear inside of your head, mm-hmm. um, and it could be whatever you want it to be. In yeah. this case, uh, they were in combat. Yep. The other side, uh, their god was Allah, mm-hmm. and they said, this is, I'm summarizing, this yeah. is Allah, please put down put down your weapons. Yeah, lay down your guns. Lay down your guns. And and it worked. Well, um, it's effective. It, it would work for me, too, if God talked to me into my head. Yeah. Yeah. The scary concept. Yeah. I remember, I was talking about this with my significant other, mm-hmm. um, who doesn't have a faith background. Yeah. And, and his question to me was... If, if you heard a voice inside your head yeah. like that, what would you do? And my initial reaction was like, no, um, I think I would know. I think I would know that uh, and my God yeah. would be, if I, my God was talking to me, I'd have discernment. Yeah. Um, I would know. I, I think I would know. I think I would be able to discern those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if I was in combat with a weapon in my hand, potentially killing another human yeah. life and my god told me to put my weapon down i probably would i'd absolutely do that yeah. who talks to you in your head right would you question that no <laughs> i mean this is just craziness and yet it's been it's a weapon it's yeah been, it's been weaponized well and then like messing with people's dreams and like yeah. that really fucked me up yeah that really fucked me up me too i don't know how to process that yeah yeah yeah, these concepts are like they're definitely scary, and um, it definitely uh, made me question a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, I think it's interesting to uh, look into. I like the notion of maybe there's another life out there. Yeah, in, in the universe. Yeah. Um, we didn't. We haven't talked about this yet. But, uh, I think it's more proven than QAnon, so. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Yep, drink. Cheers. Cheers. 
there's a there's a notion. Uh, so one of the technologies that he worked on was a it's a laser. These mm-hmm. these orbs that they can uh, oh yeah put into the sky that oh and yeah. if they wanted to could make it look like mm-hmm. uh, aliens were here yeah orbs in the sky yeah can imagine that coupled with the voice of God. I mean, can you imagine the the mass hysteria that could be produced mm-hmm. or so easily? Or even like the control that could be induced through fear. Yeah. Fear's a fear's a powerful thing. <sighs> yeah. What were your what was your gut reaction? So let me ask okay. you. Yeah. I know I'm the one who's sending you these videos. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. The timing was impeccable. <laughs> timing just as if nothing else could send me over the fucking edge <laughs> someone can pipe their voice into your mind yeah, yeah sure bring it the fuck on yeah yeah, sure. yeah tell me tell me yeah ask your questions <laughs> so your gut reaction when you're watching these um Whew. was it what was your gut reaction I've, i had to watch this a couple times just like you i feel like the first time i couldn't well first of all I don't know which quarantine it was in or which <laughs> lockdown. Um, I was like, oh, interesting, you know? And then it lockdown number two here in Washington State. And I really, I think you first started with your faith mind. And I think I first started with my conspiracy theory mind mm-hmm. and scientific mind. And the second time I delved into it, I mean, I believe a lot of this shit is possible. And I... He's super qualified. So it was just like, for me, what is the boundary of this technology? Mm-hmm. Like, what is beneficial to humankind? What do we let in? I guess that was the frame of mm. which I filtered all of this through the second time around, where the first time it was just so many different concepts I hadn't heard or hadn't experienced. And it was just overwhelming to take yeah. in. Yeah. And I know I kind of mentioned this, but I actually got the quote where he said, morality morality does not seem to be a part of intelligence. Yeah. And so that, to me, was very interesting of, like, you can have intelligence and progress, and where does morality play into it? Mm-hmm. But the voice of God weapon, I mean, I really believe that God has spoken to me not in... I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like a still calm voice, but in a way that I haven't experienced before or through dreams. And then to hear there's a technology where someone can manipulate you that way, or there's, you know, individuals that the government has targeted. <laughs> I was just like, woo. And he talked about how people believe like they have free will and they can overcome that, but like, no, you can't. Right. So. What does that mean? What does that mean? Like, yeah. are we that put me in a place I don't know I don't, that's like it put me in a corner I don't even under I don't understand me either yeah and like Sister. how far spread is that is that, is that just like a specific agencies kind of pet projects how mm. much have they applied that to the public or is it just in trials right and then you start to draw conclusions. Yes, right? yeah, yes, Which exactly. Which honestly is the birth of probably a lot of conspiracy theories. Yeah. Because yes. let's just say hypothetically, and mm-hmm. I just want to preface this one. I don't want to fan, fan flame, but um, yeah, you know, we yeah. Just, there was just a bomber in Tennessee. Yeah, and there was you know the Unabomber. There's that guy in oh. Vegas mm-hmm. who shot a whole bunch of people. Which from someone Mandalay. said it was CIA. Yeah, you know if this technology has been out there, yeah. how how has it been used? I'm exactly. Sure, I'm sure it has. Um, you know, I'm sure it's been tested. I mean, mm-hmm. it has been tested. Yeah. It has been used. Yeah. But like, in, in to what degree in the um, the civilian world? I guess is where mm-hmm. I was going with that. If yeah. there's an agenda, um, and and then then the next question I guess is who has this technology and the yeah. power to wield it, um, and then yeah. what do we do with it? Mm-hmm. Because I, as someone who has a faith background, um, and and approaches the world and my existence through faith, 
um, when you're when you're hit with these notions of transhumanism and cyborgism, um, it it really makes you stop and question like. Mm-hmm. Okay, what if that happened to me? How would yeah. I handle it? And I don't not know. well. <laughs> Let's just assume not well. We always assume the best, but probably not. <laughs> okay, you'll probably, probably. Be, be captured by the technology. The end. Probably like. The end. <laughs> Sorry. Hence the whole reason. Yeah. For the technology. Well, I just feel like everyone assumes they'll overcome it, but like you're human. Yeah. And if it's programmed. To, you know, focus on your weaknesses, like your thoughts. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Yeah. I, I, you had a really, I wish I could remember what you said earlier, but um, you mentioned something before we mm-hmm. jumped down here. Yeah. About the uh, Adam and Eve in the garden and the knowledge oh, of good yeah. and evil. I was trying to make sense of this through my faith lens, and I don't, I don't know if I did, honestly, but I was... Looking at Genesis 2.17 and how it talked about, you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. And then just wondering about the dichotomy between intelligence, knowledge, and negative effects. Yeah. And, like, we can pursue so much knowledge and augmentation, but at what point does it, like kill or just do more damage than good yeah you know and where is that morality and intelligence and where is that boundary that god has set up for our own good where he knows what we're capable of experiencing within a healthy boundary like this is scary shit to me like you can you can inject thoughts into people's minds like is that right helpful Right. Like in what ins- like instance would that be helpful? And like you might think you're justified, but anyone can think they're justified and Right. Just yeah. have questions. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of paradigms, there's different moralities out there. Yeah. Um yeah, there's we are if you bring that faith concept to the table yeah. and you set your science hat aside. Yeah. Um and we're let's just say we're we're made in, in his likeness, mm-hmm. um, he, female, male, um, with intelligence uh, to make our own decisions. And, and if, if the Bible is true and there is knowledge of good and evil, and he mm-hmm. tells us not to take that bite. Yeah. Um, it's, I've, I like to view that as um, you know, a father and a child. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you tell your child not to stick their finger in the light socket. Yeah. Exactly. It's like beyond what you're capable of enduring. Right. Like I've created you with these certain boundaries. If you go yeah. outside those boundaries, yeah, um, we have an, an intelligence that he's mm-hmm. gifted us with. Yeah. And a lot of these bullet points are things that really push those boundaries. Where yeah. we've sort of per- these things are perverted humanism. Yeah. Well, and that's why I wonder, like, between the cyborging versus the next step, like, okay, improving eyesight. But that's something that's already physical, eyesight. But then, like, projecting your thoughts into another human being is not something you're capable of doing. So, like, is there a boundary there between, like, improving things that are already inherent within you as a human being? You're missing a limb. You know, we're going to do, like, something to help you that way or, like, improve your eyesight or, you know, like, Elon Musk's Neuralink. Mm, yeah you know we're gonna do surgery and it's gonna (coughs) there's all these things that can help you with help your ability to speak if you've had a stroke destroying memory these are all things that are biologically inherent in human beings and you're restoring those things versus versus giving abilities that aren't inherent in human beings Hmm. so i guess that's my question oh good point you're making there that's a really good because injecting thoughts into other people's brains or manipulate manipulating them through electronic magnetic wave lengths or whatever it is i mean that seems above and beyond that seems like god power versus human power it really does yeah yeah it 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 pushes the boundaries for sure yeah um yeah it's almost like I'm a big Rick and Morty fan. Yep. Me too. Um, I actually had notes about Rick and Morty on Did this. you? Yeah. We haven't yeah. talked about that. About Hive Mind, but it just reminded me of that episode. 
So there's an episode yeah. um, where their pet dog mm-hmm. keeps peeing on the carpet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're like, hey, Rick, um, can, is there something you can do like to just help our dog not pee on the carpet? And he's yeah. like, cool. He like, he, I, I wish I could remember. He put, oh, he puts a helmet on the dog. Yeah. And the, the, the dog uh, it becomes a little bit more intelligent. Yeah. Um, essentially, and so the, the, the episode progresses. <laughs> The dog becomes very intelligent. They wake up yeah. in the morning. The dog's in like an exoskeleton. And yes, an army of dogs and exoskeleton. Super sco- super soldier. <laughs> yes, yes. And then they they ask their owners where their balls are. Yeah, like where are my where are my testicles? They're gone, <laughs> shriveled up. Right. Good luck. And then they eventually take over the human race. Yes. Um, yeah. Should that dog have done that? Probably not. Was that dog happy? I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No. But, like, it, it's not that far off from the things mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know, it just leaves that question, I guess, of where are the boundaries and maybe we don't know where the boundaries are. Um, in these lectures, mm-hmm. he, Dr. Robert Duncan, mentions some very intellectual minds like Elon Musk and... Yeah. Um, Oh gosh, uh, he, well, I know he invested $10 million in just into discovering, I took notes, what the safety controls are for AI. Thank you. But then I also thought it was ironic that he did the Neuralink, but I mean, yeah. technically, it's improving physical things that you're born with, but I just feel like it'd be a very easy gateway into, you know, neural... Like telepathy and like talking to each other through that form. So, yeah. Because yeah. he even talked about with Joe Rogan, like in five to 10 years, you won't need to talk. Yes. And I think how much is lost already in text messages? Yes. And social media. That's why I deleted part of my social media. It's like I have these fake relationships with people that mean nothing. Yes. Yeah. 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 The Joe Rogan episode with Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. The neuro, um, what did he call it? Neuralink. Neuralink. Yes. I mean, I thought it was very cool when it's like you can fix, you know, injuries to the body, but I'm just concerned with using that as a form of technology to communicate. If you're healing things, damage to the body, I think I can get on board with that. Yeah. But when you get past that point, I think I, uh, yeah. Right. It's a a slippery slope. Yeah. Like, who has control? But then, once again, as you said, with our phones, people can track us, and social media, we give people rights to our data, and no one seems to care too much. Right. I know. I mean, I haven't downloaded TikTok, because... Me either, because it's bullshit and I'm old. (laughs) I don't dance. Okay, I'll admit, I really want to play with TikTok. <laughs> well, you can dance better than I can. <laughs> well, that's to be debated, but like, no. I just don't want China to get my data. Yeah. And I say this, but then as I say this out loud, I realize the hypocrisy because there's like a million people that probably already have my data. Absolutely. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's an interesting concept. A lot of yeah. questions. Yeah. And um, it's, it's scary. It is. And then that whole Elon Musk interview, he's like, you can't, you can't go along for the ride. You're too dumb. If you can't beat them, join them. And that's from Elon Musk. And I'm like, this does not give me hope. No, Elon. it doesn't. It's a scary future. It when, is. When you think about it from through this lens. Well, and the fact that people aren't really balancing it with the morality and the long-term effects. That's my whole thing. It's like, shouldn't there be someone, some... I don't know, board committee or somebody or, you know, some general consensus for the public of how this is going to impact people, but it just seems like it's happening. Right. It's going forward, no matter what people do. That's a very good point that you're making. I mean, they just introduced into a bill uh, a committee, and I'm going to get some of this wrong, but that needs to investigate the possibility of observations we've made on alien life. Yeah. In our government, mm-hmm. and yet, no, there's not a committee of oversight yeah. to manage these questions that we have through like genetic engineering. Mm-hmm. Like, I just watched a documentary on that where, yeah, you know, a genetic engineering to get rid rid of diseases. Okay, that makes a little bit of sense. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But when you start picking attributes yeah. and selecting things, like, and, and the different um, ramifications of that, and the long-term effects of that, and what does that mean for the human race, mm-hmm. and, and where are we going from here, um, it's, it's a lot to consume and think about. What do you think the boundary is? So that's a really good question. Um, so on the Joe Rogan thing, yeah. Um, yeah. There, he, he pitched, and I think it was in the Elon Musk interview, um, the notion that if you're, if you're taking your faith hat off yeah. And, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and you're just talking about evolution yeah. um, and that perhaps humans remit, like, so bees were, bees make honey, yeah. um, birds make eggs, whatever, um, humans have, we're meant to make AI and they're going to take over our entire lives. Thanks. Thank you. Was that it? That was it. That was it. Oh, I just guessed. Okay. (laughs) Well, either that or perhaps we become, we we bring ourselves to extinction, which could be biblical. Um, Based on revelations, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I wonder about that. Like, that for me, I wonder if we would even make it to that point because as someone with that faith lens, um, I wonder there's a lot of things that suggest that we're on the beginning of the end. Um, Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're mammal, but then we have that extra knowledge with no boundaries. Yeah. So I feel like it's just meant for a trajectory that's not great. Yeah. It is interesting. He talks about that um, mind-body duality. Yeah. Um, What if, like... The next gen is mm-hmm. something that's human slash oh yeah AI slash cyborg, and yeah. if if that is true, mm-hmm. um, does faith have a place in that? And if so, mm-hmm. does self has have a place in that? Um, yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know. He talked about that as a emergent minds, partially human and partially AI brains. They're currently testing that. Yeah. Ew. It makes me want to puke a little bit. It, it, yeah, <laughs> that's like, my gut reaction. Can I just die early? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Does that make me Amish? I mean, I just am like, why? Why do people want to live longer, forever? Yeah. Uh, and why are we reacting this way? Like, yeah. when Joe Rogan and Elon Musk were talking about this neuro um, Neuralink. Yeah. Neuralink. Joe Rogan kept coming back to the same. I yeah. I think the gut reaction that we're having as yeah, we're talking about just this, which pushing is back. Ew. It yeah. feels weird and wrong. Yeah. And maybe that instinctual reaction is an indication that it isn't right. Maybe mm-hmm. we don't have the words for why it isn't right yet. But it, feels, it doesn't feel right. No. It feels weird and wrong. Um, I, I want to be open. I, I want to come to the table with critical thinking. And, and I want to come to the table with being open to science and being open to faith. But um, why should we live longer? That's my question. Why should we augment? What is that bringing to the table? Mm. What is the long-term benefits of that? Is morality going to be improved? Are we going to improve society? Mm. I've got questions. Yeah. (laughs) My gut gut reaction is that it's not going to be better. Yeah, no. I just feel like it's going to give more facets for control. And they... Yeah, I just... Yeah, maybe it'll be better for those in, in control of that power. And they talked about moving, like, human conscience into, like, robots or other bodies, and I'm like, just kill me. Like, yeah. just, like, just send me on to the next plane. Like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, um, I just don't understand why. I mean, I have a great life here, but when I'm done, I'm done, and I just I don't understand... Like, what's the benefit other than progress for progress sake? Yeah. I think that's the balance. Like, what is the ultimate goal here? <clears throat> you know? Yeah. Maybe that is the question. What is the ultimate goal? Yeah. And, I mean, he said that technology is neutral. It can be used for good or bad. But just feel like the more opportunity... I mean, I, I feel like I have a good... I don't, I don't know. Human nature... I don't totally trust it. So it's like, what are we opening ourselves up to? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. 
Yeah. Um, I recently watched um, an artist named by the name of David Cho, and he spent some time with a tribe down in Africa. Oh yeah, love David. <laughs> and he hunted with some natives down there for a couple of weeks, and all they did was they slept. They woke up and they hunted. Yeah. They they ate what they hunted that day. They laughed together. They had some fart jokes. <laughs> and Always to, important. Yeah. <laughs> and they went to bed and they had a really good life. Yeah. And there was no technology. There was no paper. There's nothing you could bring with you. Yeah. Um, you, whatever you could carry, was that was what your belongings were. And they were just as happy, if not happier. And their perspective on yeah. people... Yeah, he asked them questions about the U.S. because that's where he's from. Yeah. Um, and their perspective is, was, why would you want to live there? Don't people jump out of buildings there because they're so sad? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it makes you wonder, like, especially in our current climate, um, I'm, here, mm-hmm. I'm seeing headlines of people wanting to move out of the city and wanting something simpler. Yeah. It makes you wonder if... if God made humans for simpler things, and if you start introducing these technologies, these godlike technologies, mm-hmm. is that a good thing? I don't think we're meant for it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my whole thing. It's like, even in lockdown, as authoritarian and awful as it is, mm-hmm. though I get the science, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's still like... The beauty of that is the simple life, you know. I feel yeah. like for me, it's really put into perspective what's important. I think that's why I finally got to a place after three years where I deleted social media because it's not a part of my life. I have a pretty content life, and that's not a part of it. I don't know. I mean, that's really cool. It it is cool. As much as I don't like our governor and think he's full of crap um but i understand you need to protect people yeah i just feel like i finally got to a point where it's like this is my routine and this is my family and like i'm content and like these are the things that are important to me and there's a fantasy world and i just think with this technology it's like even more of a fantasy world Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. gonna telepathically connect with people and like what's real versus what's not and who's going to be manipulating you and how is advertising going to play into that? Yeah. Like, are you going to get ads into your brain? <laughs> yeah. We already have enough in social media. Like, I, as someone who's in marketing part of the time, like, that's scary to even think about. And right. What's going to be your autonomous spirit versus not? And, like, what brings you joy and what's necessary? And that's not a part of scientific progress necessarily or mm. corporate greed or government ma- manipulation or power so mm. yeah not sure yeah not sure but i i feel like i have though i miss date night and going out and being normal uh have gotten used to a much more simple life and i'm pretty content with that too that's pretty cool yeah yeah you stuffed all of those things that you're talking about makes you sort of take stock of like what do you want out of life maybe what's important what's the goal yeah I feel like that's something that we don't really talk about like what's the goal in life like what are the milestones we need to be hitting as a an individual as a community how should technology fit into that it's just technology for progress sake and there's not a lot of talk around I mean I feel like that's why Elon Musk invested money into like What's the safety controls? How is this going to impact things long term? And people aren't really thinking about that. Those are really good questions. Yeah. What do we want? What do we want? Yeah. What do we need to be happy? I do think about that. I think about that too. Yeah. What brings you fulfillment? Mm -hmm. It's Uh not as complicated as you might think. Yeah. Like when you get to the end of your life Mm -hmm. and you take stock of your life, it's not necessarily, um, you know, how many formulas you got out of your Excel spreadsheet. No. <laughs> um, how many likes you got on your last post. God, no. <laughs> um, how, many, how many minds, like, secrets you've, you've taken or whatever. Like, for me, I mean, if you're going to ask that question. Yeah. Um, 
it would be, I would probably think about those meaningful moments that I had, my human interaction. Exactly. Yeah. It would be like moments around a campfire or mm-hmm. um, meaningful conversations with eye contact. Yeah. That's, and, that's literally why I just deleted my Instagram. Mm. I was like, I want to take more candid photos. I want to be more present. I don't want to be scrolling. Like mm. this literally gives me nothing. It makes me feel like I'm connected. I'm connected to nothing. Mm. Gives me no, no, it, it just gives me no benefit. Yeah. And um, it's just fake. It's an illusion. It's a total an illusion, illusion. of connection. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's a really good point. It's the illusion of human interaction. Yeah, and that was really scary to give up during lockdown. Oh, I bet. Because that's what I, I mean, granted, I'm blessed to still be working. I have you know, some family in town, but yeah, I mean, that that's what took me a while to give it up. Because mm. I was like, but this is what I have. And I'm like, but is it? Hmm. What if you freed up that space to think and connect with people in your real life and hmm. build? What about building something? Hmm. Not passive, but progressive. Interesting. I like that. Is technology, does it enable you to be more passive or more active? Hmm. For me, it's more passive. Mm-hmm. For me, too. Yeah, it makes me feel like something's happening when nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. And that's something I really took stock in this year. Like, I really thought about, okay, if everything I'm seeing, am I connecting with anyone? Like, is this real? Huh. And it's not for me. Not. And I mean, granted, I'm older. And if you're younger, I think it's maybe more real because people connect more that way. But no. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You're making me think a little bit, too. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because I just realized, like, how much I was scrolling yeah. and how much it, like, it was like the safety net of, like, oh, yeah. I'm busy and I'm connected. It's like, yeah. actually, no. Right. No. You're viewing, you're viewing, you're other, people's viewing experience, other people's procured experiences. Yes, exactly. You're viewing connected, connections and connectedness, but are you actually experiencing that connectedness with that person? And if right. you remove that time from your day, how much more connected would you be in real life or be pursuing real relationships? Mm. How much more would you be taking real photos that meant more to you? Interesting. Mm. Yeah. And all of those sort of, that's those, com- those things that you just dropped on the table. Um, definitely... They're, they're weighty and they're definitely making me pause because I mean I was just talking about that connection yeah yeah what, what else could you be doing at that time so if you're thinking about like transhumanism it makes when in, with that lens yeah um, it makes it definitely feel less important um, and something that perhaps I might want to avoid for better or for worse I I feel like I've gotten to the point maybe just discussing this subject that I'd be more interested in transhumanism as a way of improving the body, Mm. but less with connectedness with our other human beings. Because I feel like so much is lost or not private. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you lose the human experience. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's part of the gut reaction of the ickiness of it. Mm-hmm. Where you're like it's hard to put it it's hard to it's hard to put your finger on it. Um yeah. but I do think that there is weight in paying attention to your gut reactions to something. And if something feels initially icky, yeah. Maybe it really is. And you just have to sit with the ickiness until you figure out what it is, but Maybe you've at least um, put a, a finger on why it's so icky. Maybe. Maybe I'll be living in the woods in five years. I don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's I've, the thing that scares me. It's just like things are moving so fast and yeah, people are accepting things that I feel like are kind of crazy. And mm-hmm. maybe I'm just getting old. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this is what old people think about everything that's new and different. Well, I think you're pretty young and I've been feeling that way. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel young. I feel like I'm my like younger sister. 32 going on 68. So, 
But yeah. you know, you're not. Like, I, I was just watching, I just saw a headline earlier this week that a lot of people from the city yeah. are looking at moving out of the city. Yeah, I feel like people want something a little more tangible. And mm-hmm. I just think about my husband and I, when we're able to, and things aren't crazy as shit, but like our favorite thing, I mean, we, luckily we're blessed to have a good boat, like a fishing boat, and we'll just go to a fishing island and we'll camp the weekend and just fish and be detached and how refreshing that is to see the stars and connect with nature and that's why parks should be free inside joke i'll explain that in a later podcast because it's a little too close for comfort um but yeah i'm just uh how much do we want to detach from what our natural i feel like it's like almost like animals in the zoo like, how much do we want to put ourselves in a zoo and detach us from a natural environment of what we are created for? True. Yeah. You know. Mm, I want to I wanna just, like, pause on that, oh. too, because, <laughs> yeah, I think natural environment uh, says a lot. Like, honestly, I feel like that's a really good, way, good place to end things. Like, if you, you've got a fish tank or you've got a zoo, like... Um, things in their natural environment are just happier that's yeah. it's their it's their intended place to be and when you take them out of that yeah usually bad things happen yeah like what what is our intended place to be can we do some transhumanism cyborging where it improves our physical health without replacing our spiritual and mental integrity yeah because i feel like that's what he going back to the beginning the struggle between the mind and the body duality can you improve the body without tampering with the mind and the spirit? Mm. And some of this technology that he's talking about is definitely tampering with the mind and the spirit. And then I think you're fucked, honestly. Like, intensely fucked. Intensely fucked. Like, Jesus, come back. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. Here we go. Um, I just don't know how you'd come back from that. Like, right. how would you take back control? From, I mean, autonomy is really in your spirit and your mind and hopefully your body too. But if you're able to, within your mind, choose to make some different choices with your body, I guess I can get behind that more mm-hmm. than people on the outside injecting their will yeah. <laughs> on your mind and then changing your spirit. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's an interesting dynamic that is all connected that I haven't quite figured out. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, no. But it's interesting to talk about. I will say, when uh, we were watching these lectures, um, he ends, Dr. Robert Duncan ends yeah. the lectures with a warning. Yeah. Yes, he tries to be hopeful and he never succeeds. <laughs> FYI, if you watch this, he's always like, I'm going to try to be hopeful. And I'm oh, like... positive. Yeah, it can be positive because yeah. it can be used for this, and it's always negative. God bless him. I yeah. mean, he really tries, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's a warning, and, and he's, he uses the the word beware. Mm-hmm. Um, this technology, these technologies are out there. Um, they're in government hands. We know that they're in the U.S. government hands because that's that's his background. Yeah, that's um, what he's worked with. And you can infer that if it's in the U.S. government hands, it's probably another government. So yeah. to beware, um, and and maybe we move forward with that notion. And I don't know, just keep it in the back of our minds and keep questioning. I think questioning things is a good place to be. Well, and questioning our governments. I feel like this seems to be more of a topic of discussion and voter rights. Like, what what should we be voting on and what we want to be a part of our community? And Mm -hmm. I just feel like these things just get... Do we even vote on this? (laughs) It just just is progress. The progression, it just... um, It's becoming a part of what's happening. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to think. It's this really fucked me up, kind of in a good way. Um, yeah. In a bad way, a lot, but in a good way too. Just, just being aware, as you said. Yeah. That this is happen- happening. I can't believe this is happening. Like we talked about MK Ultra, like right. back in the sixties and seventies, and I guess I can embrace that a little bit more as a possibility. But I do think this is happening too. So it's yeah. legit. Yeah. It is. 
That's a scary concept. It's fun to think about from like a science fiction perspective, oh, except that it's, yeah, know, it's it, potentially happening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I mean, totally. The happening. way he presents it, it's, yeah, it's happening. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, I guess for everybody, you have to decide um, how what that means for you. Yeah, I'd be curious for the five listeners that are here. <laughs> Our, our significant others. Yep. Hi, Dad. Family members. Hi, cr- hi, Crystal. Hey, cr- kids. <laughs> <laughs> what is that boundary between? Right. Um, like, what is that line where it becomes negative? Is it physical versus mental? Is it? I mean, I don't know. I'm just curious what people think of. What are we created for? Should we progress past that point? Is that a positive thing? Yeah. Is it positive on our own versus in government control? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Something to be discussed further Good question. in the future. Because yeah. uh, we clearly don't have the answers. <laughs> <laughs> we clearly don't. No. I think I think all of these things are honestly are just it's it's good to be aware of and it's yeah. good to, to keep questioning. Um, I think the best place to be for any in any spot, whether it be religion, education, government mm-hmm. to always question because oh, completely and um so yeah maybe we just keep questioning and keep be wearing <laughs> be wearing, yes uh being wary uh mm-hmm. and and maybe we just need more campfires and fishing i don't know yes and uh evaluating what's actually positive for your life versus giving up control i don't know yeah i don't know but yeah Back to the basics. Yeah. As we progress. Yeah. I don't know if that's positive. I just feel like I feel so Amish in this conversation. Me too. I just feel like I'm going to be in the dark ages in 10 years based on everything I've read and listened to. But it's scary. It's totally scary. And I never thought, like, if we're going to be in the dark ages, can we at least have some cute heels on? <laughs> Once lockdown ends, yes. we can have cute heels. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially I, a fur coat. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I, I, so no, I mean, it can be fake fur. It can be fake fur or vintage, and vintage. it's already dead. Vintage, yeah. We're not, we're not adding to the yeah. demand. Um, mm-hmm. I did tell just my, my husband this thing today. It's something I thought about. It doesn't really have to do with lockdown, but lockdown has made me think about a few things. Where when you're single, you want to act like a debutante every yeah. day. Uh-huh. And you dress up and you look pretty. And then when you become a mom... You're a utility worker or a janitor. <laughs> and then in lockdown, you don't even get nights to be a debutante anymore, so I'm just a utility worker. So I'd like to be a debutante a couple nights. I would one like night. to be a debutante. One Cheers. night a week. Cheers to that. Cheers. I'm on that note. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. maybe we wrap it up there. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. Okay. Until next time. Until next time. Transhumanism. <laughs> oh, God help us. That's a, a lot. <laughs>